Fans, it's time to man up and reach for the sky. We definitely aren't done, boys, but we are your hosts, the Wrestling Gun Podcast. I'm Kristen Heat Matthews. He's Gary D. Money Mun, and he, of course, is the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Frostland. Uh, before we get rolling into some stuff here, we want to take a minute to uh, send our condolences and pay our respects to the family of Jay Briscoe. Um, the tragic news from earlier this week um, sucks. Jay, Jay and Mark, of course, are mainstays in Ring of Honor. Uh, probably arguably one of the best tag teams in Ring of Honor's history, professional wrestling history. I, I argue, I, I wouldn't even say arguably anymore. They're probably one of the top five tag teams the last 10 years. Um, Jay Briscoe, no slouch in singles competition on his own. Um, <clears throat> just sucks so much for us as fans. Um, knowing that, you know, at 38 years old, now is like the prime of your wrestling career and to not be able to see the lengths that Jay Briscoe would continue to go um, for us as fans, but even more so from the family aspect, not being able to see, you know, his daughters continue to grow and be there for them throughout the rest of their lives is truly heartbreaking, gut-wrenching, and it sucks for the most part. Like, there's really not anything else that we can say about it um, but we do all send our condolences and our thoughts and prayers out to the family of Jay Briscoe. All right. So, um, kind of didn't want to kick the show off on the downer, but I didn't feel there was any other way to start the show this week. So, uh, fellas. What's going on this week? Nothing <laughs> much. Nothing much. Weed and hookers. Life is strange when it changes, yes indeed. Well, I've been on hard times and the pressure's been on me. But I keep on working like a working man do. I got my act together, gonna walk all over you, give me back my bullets, put them back where they belong. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Dave Briscoe, man. That's what we do. We just, we break out in a random song. Just whenever we feel the need. Yeah, man. Oh. I mean, that's probably like the one of the best interests of attacking, you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. South Mississippi. Awesome stuff. But yeah, man. Right. It, it's just crazy because it seemed like, you know, um, like they were, you know, kind of getting their, their break, you know, like people are finally starting to rec- not. Like the people that, you know, watch Ring Honor, but, you know, other people um, were starting to, you know, dip on board the Briscoe train. It's a shame. And I think a lot of it with that, that dog collar match was one of those matches that was just so highly regarded by us as fans, like the hardcore fans, where like casual fans like, oh, well, if you're saying this is pretty good, I should go check it out. So like the Briscoes were you know, jumping out there, and then, like, if you were a fan of FTR, 
like, oh, I'm going to go check this match out too. I love FDR. You know, I remember when WWE is revival or whatever. So, but then you go into that match and you're like, oh shit, like these Briscoe dudes are pretty damn cool. So, yeah. They put on a hell of a match with these guys. So, but like I said, it's like 38 years old. Like now it's, it's like the prime of your wrestling career. Like it's not like, you know, back in the day where, you know, you hit 38, 39, 40, like you were pretty much at the tail end of your career. Now it's like your best work happens in that time frame of like 35 and 45. And, you know, it's just, we won't be able to see, you know, the rest of Jay Briscoe's like stride coming through with that. But that's yeah. selfish on our part as fans. Um, like it's more or less being deprived, like his daughter's being deprived of, their father being there for them when they graduate high school, their sweet 16s when they get married. Um, like when they move out into their first apartment and they go to college, like stuff like this, like that's, those are truly the moments as a parent that, that you look for. And that's one of those things that he's not going to be able, be able to be there for. Sucks. Yep. All right, um, let's uh, let's swing the show into a more upbeat, more positive thing here. Let's let's get into everyone's favorite segment. Well, one of our more fun segments, the Randall Band entrance theme. Let's hit it. So we had a uh, George Michael this week. George Michael. Mm-hmm. Yep. No wham. Just George Michael solo, which still had a lot of hits as you know his solo career. Um, I think Garrett volunteered to go first. So what you got? Um, I listened to some songs, and the song that I liked and picked was "Too Funky." Okay. Too funky is a good one. That was actually my uh, my first pick. Thankfully, I did a backup pick this week. So. <laughs> well, not too bad. So. It's all right. Um, I'll just uh, drop my pick here. I, uh, of course, I had too funky was my my main pick. My backup pick was freedom. Okay. So. Another another good stopper from a uh, George Michael. Wow. Uh, I was thinking that my finisher, uh, wrestling move, uh, was going to be the spanking, right? Oh God! So with my my finishing move being the spanking, what do you think my entrance music will be? That's right. I'm going with father figure. <laughs> I will be your father figure. <laughs> Place your <laughs> tiny hand in mine. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, Chris is like, he had one more song. And I was like, let me think. And then I was like, oh, yeah, father figure. I'm definitely going See, I wasn't, even, I wasn't even thinking of that one because like, I know there's more. So. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Awesome. All right. What do you got for us for next week? Uh, <laughs> we actually got the, the owner of the 
the NWA, we got the Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. All right. I'm not a big, not a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. I wasn't. As odd as that sounds, because uh, like I liked it. I liked it too. Growing up in that time frame, you think I would be, but it's like I just didn't resonate with their music at all, so, or didn't you resonate like with me. I should say, huh? I thought everybody liked mayonnaise. Nah, not. A... Not you. No, I tried. Like I had a roommate that really loved Smashing Pumpkins, so like he's like, "Oh no, check this song out. Listen to this song. Listen to that song." And it's like I just, it's like, "Yeah, it's not not my cup of tea." Like. Yeah. Well, well, I'm sure. I mean, I, they have some good songs. Like, I like tonight. Tonight was probably, um, probably like the only song that I actually liked. I liked the video for oh. it. Too. It was pretty cool. So. Yeah. That was a sad dance. Well, damn bangers. it, Chris! You just picked your song already. Ah, <laughs> uh, they got other Chris? stuff out there. Oh, Chris. Chris was ne- Chris was never about to commit suicide, so Smashing Pumpkins was never <laughs> <laughs> never his go-to. <laughs> well, which is funny because I listened to a lot of emo. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't think I don't think Smashing Pumpkins is like emo. I think they're more of like no. metal, but like a yeah, they're more uh, they're more grunge, like because they came out around that like grunge time, so. Yeah. They're kind of like on the edge of like rock and grunge. Okay. So, all right, smashing pumpkins for next week should be a fun, fun trip for me. That's right. Cool. All right, let's jump over to the news. And since we're talking smashing pumpkins, uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with some NWA news. Um, NWA moving off of Fight TV. I believe they've already moved off of Fight. Um, their show is back on YouTube for free. At the uh, the Tuesday night, is it six oh five hour? Um, so there you go, six oh five or seven oh five? I think it was seven oh five, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's seven oh five. So yeah, so NWA. On... What's up? I was say it depends on like what uh, time zone because they're in Atlanta. Yeah, time so... Zone, so yeah, yeah. So East Coast time seven oh five. That bat that old, old school like NWA. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so NWA back on YouTube for free. So, the, of course, it'll launch and premiere on Tuesday nights uh, for the standard NWA Power and then NWA USA on Saturdays, uh, which will continue to be the same thing. Uh, the reason behind this, Corgan um, actually believes that NWA can reach more fans not being behind a paywall, which I think is what oh. kind of killed. Aside from COVID, I think being on fight um, kind of, stifled some of the momentum too like granted, it was five bucks a month like it wasn't that bad like it could have been worse it's, a, but. it's still five bucks a month though and he yeah. he's right like uh nwa like historically is like the affordable event you know what i mean like yeah you know you're going to wwf or you're going to um uh, one of these other big promotions you're not gonna be able to afford a fucking ticket uh much less like a hot dog but M- the nwa was supposed to be that that organization where you know the working man could take his kids and you know buy them all a hot dog and a coke maybe a, a popcorn to share 
and enjoy wrestling. It's like the the working man's thing. So I could I could see it being free. Uh, they would get more viewers. Uh, besides behind my paywall. I was gonna say on top of that too, like you have a lot more of a fan base at watch YouTube than they would be yeah. on Fight TV. I because yeah, if you look sure. at ML MLW's on YouTube and MLW pulls in views for every episode. So I mean, yeah. like you can be successful on YouTube. Like look at Dark. Like yeah. you know, we don't. I don't watch Dark, but you know, there's a lot of fans out there that do because it's. You no, know, it may be the only wrestling that they have access to. Like they may not be able to afford cable. But, you know, they can watch, um, you know, they might just have internet instead of cable or, you know, on their cell phone if they're out somewhere or, you know, whatever, like on Wi-Fi or, you know, off their cell phone network. They can watch YouTube and watch, you know, AW Dark. They can watch NWA. They can watch MLW. So, I mean, YouTube is is still a viable option for, for these programs. Yeah. And then if they're not watching it live, like, you know, they can go back and watch it. And it would pop up in their timeline and shit like that. Whereas if, uh, you know, Fight TV, like, who goes back and watches shit on Fight TV? And that's that's the other thing, too. Like, you don't have production. Like, the only thing you're paying is the production cost. You know, and obviously you got to pay your talent for being there. But that's all part of their contracts. Like, you're not paying another, you're not, you know, paying the television network. You're not, you know, doing all this other stuff. And advertising, like... There's no hassle of all that because YouTube will put the ads in for you for the deal that they have with the advertisers. So there's really less stress and less of a headache to to produce a show for YouTube. Yeah. And then you can add your own ads. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But he also um, said, too, he feels fans don't don't watch the... um, like the YouTube, like when they, when NWA power launches on Thursday, like they don't actually tune in to watch it. Um, because they already got the spoilers from, you know, earlier in the week when it debuted on fight. So he feels that more fans will watch as well if they're not seeing the spoilers already. So I just got a point on that too. Like a lot of times if I see spoilers for something, unless it's a match, that I really, really, really want to watch. I'm not going to watch it. Like, so you yeah, know what's, what's going to happen. So. It don't really affect me, you know. Especially like if Gary is watching something, like he automatically spoils it for everybody. Yeah, it's like when he spoiled Victoria's return at the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make sure I got like the fast forward of uh, of the Rumble. We watch it <laughs> next week. That way, I tell you guys everything that happens. Oh shit! It's Rumble next week. I thought it was two weeks out. Nope, this is next weekend. Okay. That's all right. I thought they did it the week between the Super Bowl. Or before the yeah. Super Bowl. That's all right. I mean, we still do picks for it next week, but I just thought it was like a week later. Yeah, I thought it was um, too. Yeah, our pay-per-view uh, picks document is updated with Royal Rumble, and then I've got like the next um, NXT Vengeance Day. The matches are announced for in there. Then I've got a list already set up of the following pay-per-views that are coming up after um, Vengeance Day up until uh, WrestleMania. Or after WrestleMania. Good stuff. All right. Uh, let's see. What else we got on here for news? Um, 
we can bounce back here to uh to the Jay Briscoe, a little bit of Jay Briscoe stuff. Um, we got a little bit of a tribute from AEW. You know, pretty much every company had something uh, prior to their their shows this week. Um, AEW actually had a graphic on there. Uh, Warner Media refused to let them do any type of on air tribute to Jay Briscoe over some um, anti-LGBTQ comments that he made well over like 10, 12 years ago. It's not longer. Yeah. Which, you know, he's apologized for. Like, he's done work with the LGBTQ community. Like, he's helped. There's been a lot of LGBTQ wrestlers, especially Effie, who had come out and said how instrumental Jay Briscoe was in helping him and helping, you know, them in their careers and stuff like when when jay briscoe passed so i mean obviously the man you know went out of his way to try to atone for his comments and he did so in the eyes of many people so he's made some some bad comments is uh the rock uh (laughs) fucking stone cold there's a lot of wrestlers that would they would do put on the heartbeat that said some anti-LTDBT. I think I got the alphabet right. Uh, community. Um, and uh, yeah, but just because you know somebody don't have the the name, as some of those other people, you know, they get canceled. Yep. And this this is my thing. Like, this is what has people like in the biggest uproar over this as well is that Warner Media is saying, no, you can't do this, but they're going to go ahead and air Dana White slap fight shit on there after he was recorded slapping his wife. Yeah. But that that's fine. You can go ahead and hit your wife, but we'll still put your shit on TV. And then all the shit with Ezra Miller, the star of the upcoming Flash movie, which is still getting released has been, you know, arrested for breaking and entering, basically kidnapped a teenager and took her across country with him. Like, this, but we're still releasing that movie. We're still showing, you know, a domestic abuser slap fight show. But for a man that tried, that had atoned for his actions or tried to atone for his comments, we're not going to do that in something that was a tragic passing. Yeah. Like it's someone that that beloved in you know amongst us fans and you know other wrestlers. So, but yeah, kudos, kudos Warner Media. You you continue to do what you do. I think you need to go back and reevaluate your shit. And while you're at it, um, cancel season two of Velma. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man! That's like the best cartoon ever, ain't it? Oh yeah, yeah. With it's like seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes for fans. I thought. I saw that like Drake that Drake meme where he, he goes like the the nah and he does the yes I like this he did no to the Velma show and then yes to like the to, like newer Scooby Doo show. Well, this is the thing like there was like more of an adult themed Scooby Doo show it was Mystery Incorporated. Like the show had a storyline between like every episode that the story ran for two seasons. Like, and it tied episodes together in, like, season two to season one. Like, it was a great show. It was well-written. Like, kids could follow it. And, you know, obviously it was geared more towards, like, an older crowd. 
but it only ran for two seasons. Cartoon Network axed it to do, I think, is be cool Scooby Doo. So, I mean, <clears throat> like we already had that show. So, I mean, to be fair, I was definitely I loved old school uh, like Scooby Doo, but I also growing up really loved uh, what's new Scooby Doo. <laughs> what's new Scooby Doo was good too. It kept that same like. Um, Villain of the week type mystery of the week episodic thing that they did all the time, which is like the basis of Scooby Doo and same mystery incorporated. still had the same thing. Like they would have like, you know, the mystery that they solved like every episode, but it always tied back. There's always something in that episode that tied back to another episode or tied into like the storyline going across those two seasons. So really good. Yeah. This new Velma show. I mean, terrible. I wasn't like a huge fan of Scooby Doo. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I watched it like when it was on and stuff, so I've seen it. But uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. But from what I hear uh, from the new cartoon, like it doesn't have Scooby in it. And then oh, it, it has Scooby in it. They made her. They made Scooby a black chick that's dating Shaggy. Oh, uh, and Shag- Shaggy is sober. Yep, not a stoner. Yeah, but this is my yeah, thing. Like, so. so why why aren't people pissed off that they turned a dog into a black chick? Uh, I don't know. Like, I'd be I'd be pissed off about that. So, I am I'm actually am a little pissed off about that. Like, how are you gonna make a a dog into a black chick? It's fucked up. Fucked up, Mindy Kaling. You need to take your shitty acting and go somewhere else. All right. Uh, that was way off track. So, <laughs> uh, Awesome. All right. Uh, New Japan Battle in the Valley basically sold out with just the announcement of Mercedes Monet versus Kyrie for the IWGP Women's Championship. Tell me, man, uh, women uh, can move. Fucking... Yeah. This um, I meant to put this in the notes last week because this when the news broke on that. So, like, yeah, Mercedes Monet versus Kyrie, completely was one of the reasons for like, the only match announced for the show and tickets sold out. That match being the only one announced. Um, since then they announced um Eddie Kingston taking on Jay White, and uh Tom Lawler, filthy Tom Lawler taking on Homicide in a filthy rules match. That's pretty um, good. Yep, it's a pretty solid card so far. And they've also announced that um Okada, um, and a few other um New Japan Maze Days will be um on the show as well. Um this will be on pay-per-view February 18th. Um, which I think there's another event running that same day. Can't remember what it was, but I think there's something else going that weekend too. So yeah, 218. That's actually my birthday. So maybe I'll uh Treat myself to New Japan's Battle in the Valley. Oh, okay. It's a good time. Actually, I'll be on um, Charlotte that weekend for Mad Monster Party. Let me come home Sunday. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Some WWE news. Uh, looks like Colby Carino is finally heading to WWE. Um, obviously, Steve Carino's son. Um, who works with the NXT brand. So Colby finally getting the uh, the shot to join his dad over there and 
in the black and gold. I'm pretty excited for that one. And uh, Devon Dudley. Devon, done with WWE. Again? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he was working as like an agent or trainer or whatever. So he's um opted not to stay. Um, they parted, mutually parted ways. Um, so Devon will be uh, free to do whatever. So we'll see where he ends up at. Maybe he'll start a podcast. Or maybe, maybe. he'll join, he'll join Willie's. Yeah, maybe. And we'll see uh Devon start doing doing some conventions here with Bully Ray. So, mm. Some Dudley Boy stuff signed. The Dudley Boys. <laughs> oh. Awesome stuff there. All right. Um that's pretty much all I got for the news this week. You guys got anything add in there? Um not, not wrestling, man. Awesome stuff. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and jump over to the instant replay. Right. Instant replay. Instant replay. If you didn't watch, don't worry. We didn't need that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you didn't watch, don't worry, it all sucked anyway. Ah, it didn't all suck. I, I think I picked out some bright spots from this week, so. Um, you did. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about the big thing. Cody Rhodes, finally been official that he is returning at the Royal Rumble. Uh, a lot of fans are pissed off about it. Said WWE had ruined the surprise. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Because <laughs> really, we all didn't know that, that Cody was returning at the Rumble. That was pretty much a fucking given. Yeah. As soon as he got injured and they gave the timeline, I was like, oh, he's oh, coming yeah, back. He'll be back for the Rumble. <laughs> but um, I guess they, they were initially not going to announce his return, but... um. From what the sources are saying, um, is that WWE is pretty, um, pretty proud of the uh, the returns that they've got booked for the Rumble this year. That they're okay with uh, announcing Cody being in the Rumble. So honestly, I didn't think it was a bad move for WWE. No, I mean you have no. like one of the biggest returns in the company at WrestleMania. He's been out since Hell in the Cell arguably one of the biggest stars on you know in wrestling right now why would you not say hey cody's coming back for the rumble especially if you've got some other you know other big names lined up as surprises too so why not just give that little sliver you know that little crumb saying hey cody's coming back cody will be in the rumble so Oh, uh, I thought of some news I forgot to say uh Carl it's gonna it's gonna make you uh it's gonna make you upset uh, our uh, our good pal. I saw Mr. J- Mr. Meltzer said that uh, The Rock doesn't believe he can get in ring shape in time for WrestleMania. What the fuck's he got to do to get in ring shape? Isn't he already jacked? Like, what's he got to do? I don't know, man. Ask David. He knows it all. Fuck Meltzer. 
Meltzer knows everything. Yeah, I, honestly, Meltzer just needs to go just be like a wrestling historian and just keep his mouth shut. Like, like he's not even entertaining. At least Jim Cornette occasionally drops some entertaining shit. Like, Meltzer you know does not drop anything entertaining. I was going to say that you should do him and Jim Cornette should do the podcast together. <laughs> I actually, I actually like Jim oh. Cornette. Like, he, I mean, he's, he's wrong like a third of the time, but like 75% of the time, He's he's good. I kind of feel I'll like watch, that's the opposite. I watch his little clips on TikTok. Me. but <laughs> he, he says the opposite 75% of the time he's wrong. He's right. Maybe that might be more like it. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. At least it's entertaining, though. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's entertaining when he, he's wrong. They must that's the thing, too, is like, Nobody, you know nobody's sitting there getting fed up with Melter, like getting fed up with Cornette, like they do with Melter, where they start feeding him false information. <laughs> you know what his, his and then he, and then he song fucking runs podcast should be? I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be. <laughs> I may be right. I may be crazy. <laughs> 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 I know Carl uh, that song. <laughs> I know that song. Um That'd be perfect. Uh, Billy not Billy, fucking what's his they did the place panel man. Isn't it Billy Joel? Billy Joel. Billy Joel, that's it. Yeah. I knew it was Billy. <laughs> awesome. Well speaking of crazy, we got some more uh, build up for Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. Uh, another appearance from Uncle Howdy. And I guess uh, people have pointed out that Uncle Howdy stole Bull Dallas's gloves. <laughs> literally, literally the same gloves that Bo Dallas is wearing before he was released. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, uh, what's the rock is Uncle Howdy? Wouldn't that be crazy? The, the rock is Uncle Howdy. It's a little short to be to be the rock. <laughs> It just <laughs> oh, yeah, so I'm pretty pretty interested to see where this is gonna go. Is Bliss gonna win the title from Bel Air? I I mean it could definitely... really go obviously go either way, but I think they're gonna keep the title on Bel Air to WrestleMania. Or or, or actually you know she might lose it so that uh Bianca can win the belt at this in the rumble and challenge uh, Charlotte. I mean, she can lose the title and insert herself into the rumble the same night. Wouldn't be the first time someone's done it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Main event, the U.S. title number one contenders match. Which will tie into the next thing I got on here, too. Uh, what'd you guys think of that one? I forgot what I you just. Was, oh, the U.S. I thought it was yeah, great. Good. The U.S. number one contenders for it. Sorry, my my brain just melted for a second. <laughs> all right, man. we all smoked weed. Everyone saw that. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, well, I thought it was good. It was a really entertaining matchup. Um, I was not mad at the involvement of MVP and Omas. Um. 
like I didn't think it was I didn't think it was necessary, but like for where they're going with the hurt business or trying to get Lashley into the hurt business, I understand the storyline for it. Um, but there's some like wild shit on there, especially Rollins getting that stomp on Omas on the table was just it's nice. But, uh, I thought it was a great main event too. Yeah. And of course, uh, Lashley picks up the win. Thank goodness. Yep. So we'll get uh, Lashley versus Theory at the Rumble. Is it the Rumble or is it next week? No, it's at the. No, it is. It's on Monday. It's on Monday. Okay. I'm getting. I get confused with this shit because like they announce stuff for the Rumble, then they announce stuff for like the 30th anniversary of Raw, which is Monday. Yes. Which is when we're getting um. Uh, Judgment Day versus the Usos for the Raw Tag Titles. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the Bloodline might need to find someone to uh, help with their Rhea problem. Dun, 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 dun. Might. I don't know if there's going to be anybody that can get the help with the Rhea problem. There's <laughs> uh, no prison changes, man. Yeah. Because, like, the, you know, the OC got me again, and like, I, she didn't really help with the Rhea problem, because so. <laughs> the OC still failed. So, um, and I don't think that Tamina or Naomi is going to be the answer to Rhea Ripley. So. That's why it's going to be Nia Jax. Uh, Nia Jax says she doesn't want to wrestle anymore. Thank God. And she finally reevaluated her career and said, you know, what? I really did suck. So. I'm not coming back. They're right. I did injure too many people. I can't put that on my shoulders anymore. I know. Some people are saying that they're going to put the, one of the titles on uh, Rhea Ripley, like one of the men's titles. Like uh, I had seen that. Uh, uh, Kofi had said something about it in like an interview, having her win like the U.S. or uh, Intercontinental title. I won't be first time. I mean, they did it with China. So I mean, I think it's. I mean, I would be down for it. I mean, they kind of tested the waters a little bit with um, Tazawa versus Ripley. Yeah. Uh, oh. And Dolph Ziggler was champion for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that is true. Awesome. But um, yeah, with the Hurt Business stuff, apparently there's a rumor going around. It's all pure rumor. I don't know if it's like actual business rumor or fan speculation. But uh, after the Street Profits had lost um, to uh, who the fuck they wrestled? Was it Cedric and was it Cedric and Sheldon or was it someone else this week? I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't watching. I no, it was all. It was after the tag team gauntlet, like they after they lost, they were just kind of like sitting in the ring, because that's when yeah. like MVP came out, you know, like he was scouting the Street Profits or whatever. Um, so basically, people are saying that the the Hurt business is going to expand. Um, they're going to bring obviously Lashley. They're saying Lashley is going to jump in and end up being part of the Hurt business again. Um, Omos, Cedric, and Shelton, and the Street Profits. Yeah, they don't go street profits because they're too clowny. 
I, I just don't think that the, the Street Profits would fit, even with like a heel turn. Like they'd have to be off TV for a while and then, you and know, come too, back. So they're too clowny. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think, maybe, I think maybe it's like a, maybe if there, it's like a face team, maybe you could get away with like, you know, like it's like a face faction yeah. that the wrestle the bloodline. But I don't know. Then you would get the Usos and, Fucking street profits again, but I don't know. We'll see. I just, I don't think there's a need in a faction for two tag teams. Like that's, like especially if it's like a smaller faction. Like, it'd be one thing if you're like trying to take over the company and you're recruiting guys left and right, like they do with the NWO. Like that, I understand. But who was the B- BWO? <laughs> the BWO. <laughs> There are three members. So. <laughs> but they almost but took like, over there. Yeah, they almost did. So. <laughs> but um, but like something like this, where they're just you know trying to be dominant on their brand, like it doesn't make sense to have two tag teams in there. Like it makes more sense to follow you know like the four horsemen, the four horsemen blueprint, where you have like your main event guy, your mid card guy, and your tag team. Like the, it just makes more sense. But we'll see where they go for there. Awesome. And that was a uh, bright spots from raw this week. NXT. Um, I didn't really pick anything off of NXT. Like I didn't, it's still not that great of a show. Honestly, they, <laughs> oh, uh, which sucks. Cause Roxanne Perez is awesome. Like I, I, I just I don't think she NXT is where she needs to be. You know what? Who, what else is awesome? Gallus is awesome. Gigi G. Dolan's ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gallus but, is awesome. Yeah, Gallus. Yeah, so we're getting Gallus, and um, we get a triple threat for the NXT tag titles. This basically is so Gallus can win the titles without having to pin the today. Yes. So Gallus will get the win over um we'll, we'll pin one of the guys from Pretty Deadly. So. More than likely. That, that's basically all this. So New Day still goes on there. The help elevate the tag division for NXT, draw some more eyes on there, and then you know, drop the titles to Gallus in the triple threat match where they don't actually get pinned and lose any type of momentum on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Which when the heck is Freaking Big E coming back. I don't know. Like, we haven't really gotten much of a... Frank I know they did, back. like, an update for him, like, towards the end of last year, but he's like, haven't back. anything since. So. He's coming back. I think he, it's oh, gotta yeah. be. Like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see Big E return at the Rumble. I'd say retired. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome stuff there. All right. Um, AEW this week. I uh, got a few things from AEW. Um, I was disappointed. I know, Garrett, you were disappointed with uh, Jay Lethal and Orange Cassidy. That was, <laughs> oh, I mean, for an opening match, it was bad. Yeah, it was not. It definitely wasn't, wasn't what I was expecting out of the two of them. Because we know Orange Cassidy can wrestle. And we damn sure know Jay Lethal can wrestle. I, I just... <laughs> 
it just didn't play out as well as I thought it was gonna. Well, I honestly, I felt kind of, like kind of a letdown. I mean, granted, I understand you wanted it to be a, just a regular singles match, but I felt like yeah. even having like all of them at ringside made it just took away from the match. It did. Yeah, oh. yeah I that was. I did not. I you had just bad. You had Jarrett and you know the rest of Lethal Screw come down, sit ringside, and like Dan Housen comes down, and then best friends come down. It was just it was like, way too just, much taken away from a match that could have just been a regular singles match. Bar him from ring. Or all I had to do is, is do what they did. Bar him from ring. Yeah, like anybody attacks, Sanjay Doug gets fired. Then nobody does it's anything. Like, it's like uh, Price is right. Is this come on down? You're the next contestant. Like, if if they're going to bring all these people to ringside, they should have just made a fucking six-man tag match. Yeah, something. Um, Pieces in the ring wasn't bad, um, obviously. Um, The stuff with uh, Dan Housen and Jarrett with the guitar was pretty entertaining. I mean, it's Dan Housen. Like, Dan Housen's always entertaining. But, yeah. I kind of feel like maybe they should have did um, uh, Danielson and um, the fuck did he wrestle this week? Why am I drawing a blank on who Danielson wrestled? Um, because it wasn't important. Gosh, no. No, it was a, it was a really good match. Um, Chris Jericho. I really don't remember either. Uh, no, he ended up. No, he lost. No, it wasn't. Uh, is it uh, Kukeshna or whatever the hell his name is? It wasn't him, was it? Oh, it was last week, right? Yeah, that was last week. Kanosuke. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't him. So now he faces. Oh, it was, it was fucking Bandito. Bandito. That's it. That's it. Jesus, I don't know why the fuck I couldn't remember that. God damn. Yeah, that was an awesome matchup. Honestly, I would have put that on first. Should have been. And kicked it and kicked it through tonight. And moved um Orange Cassie and Jay Lethal to like middle of the show or something. So yeah, that that match was awesome. So that was definitely one of the bright spots from AEW this week. Um or even putting the Young Bucks in top flight opening the show. Like that was a great match too. That was very good. Not a big, obviously not a big Young Bucks fan, but they, like with the right teams, are enter, it's, they can produce some entertaining matches, and the Top Flight being one of those teams. Um, it's cool to see Top Flight pick up the win on that one. Um, mm-hmm. It was their first meeting. Their first meeting, uh, the Young Bucks beat Top Flight, but they still got, Top Flight still got contracts that night. So. That was pretty cool. Uh, uh, this other one here, uh, Willow Nightingale and Tony Storm was definitely a a sleeper match for Dynamite. This was really good. Quite enjoyed this one. Um, uh, we had Soraya and Tony Storm pretty much turn heel after this match when they beat down uh, Willow Nightingale. Uh, so it looks like we're heading into a, a story arc with the the Outsiders. Versus the AEW originals. Going into the next pay-per-view. 
Um, I just I'm doing a, a women's blood and gut match, blood and guts match at the pay per view. Um, the storyline. Yeah, they could. Because you can do like um, you can take like uh like Soraya and uh, Tony Storm and I don't know Athena, like a couple other people, throw them together on a team, and then you have like your originals like Britt Baker, Jamie Hader, um, Karashita, and just do like you know five on five blood and guts. So we'll see where they end up with that one. Um, main event. Darby Allen versus Kushida for the TNT Championship. This match was awesome. Because <coughs> it had like, Kushida no, in it. Pretty much. So it just shows like that WWE had no clue what they had with Kushida. Oh. I mean, I'm sure Triple H, Triple H had an idea. Um, but then they started pairing them up with like I think it was while Triple H was out they started putting them with the guy with the jacket and it just made Kushida like lame. So, but Kushida could have been so much more in NXT than what he was. Uh, quite enjoyed this matchup. My biggest thing was the uh, the guys from the New Japan Dojo that came out with Kushida, like they were on the same side of the ring as Sting was. Like you guys are supposed to be on like opposite sides. So, I just found that found that funny and yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. So that's all the stuff that I picked out for instant replay. I don't know if you guys got anything else you want to add in there. Um, nope, not really. Okay, I don't really want to talk about SmackDown. Only good thing was the Firefly Funhouse. Awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, jump over to No Holds Barred. Carl, I was five, yep. four, six. Can you believe that? You five, four, six on my picks? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Oh, I got one I game got, wrong. I, I got, got one game wrong. Girls. I only got one game wrong. That was the fucking Jaguars and Chargers. Yeah. You want to pick picks this week? We can. Let's do it. All right. We're going to start off. Jacksonville at Kansas City Chiefs. Give me fucking Jacksonville for the upset. I, 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 I like that pick. I really do. But I'm going to have to pick the Chiefs for this one. All right, man. All right. Uh, Giants at Eagles. Give me the Giants upsetting the Eagles. I agree. Giants for that one. Uh, Bengals at Buffalo Bills. This is not an upset, but I got the Bengals over the Bills. I I am definitely picking the Buffalo Bills. And then we got the Cowgirls versus the 40 Criers. And I want to take the 49ers. Me too. I will always vote against the Cowgirls. <laughs> but if if Buffalo went, if Buffalo goes like the next the two bro, I'd rather see them play 
Cowboys and the Giants. Yeah, you know what we talked about last week. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing for uh, No Holds Barred, uh, we can get Chris on this. Have y'all seen uh, that 90s show yet? No, I... Uh, no. I, I found a view for it. I saw, I saw a couple of episodes. It was actually pretty funny. I liked it. So here, here's a shocker. Was not a big fan of that 70s show. I wasn't a huge fan either, but... Uh, I mean, I thought it was like, funny. I'd watch that seventy show. I, I didn't watch it like as it came on, but I watched it in, like syndication. I haven't watched hardly any of it. I've seen like clips. I've never seen a full episode. Hanging out down the street, the same old thing we did last week. <laughs> like yeah, I know this. I only know the song because it came on what was on after like the Simpsons or Family Guy or something at one point. So. That's not a fan. Hey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the show is kind of good. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I heard it got a lot of good reviews. Like I've been seeing like a lot of TikTok posts with people like talking about the show and stuff. So. I mean, that's cool. Like, if you like that 70s show and you guys, at, and, you know, there's finally a decent, you know, spinoff or, you know, sequel to that show. I mean, that's cool because they tried to do a spinoff during the height of that 70s show's popularity. They did like it was that 80s show and that didn't even make it through like one season. One season. I don't think it made it through like the second episode or third. episode. Yeah. So, yeah, I got it got axed pretty quick. So. But uh, yeah, that 90s show definitely, like, I think the 80s show failed because you didn't have anyone from the original cast in there. And we have like, like these legacy shows, you know, like that 70s show or like Girl Meets World, stuff like that, where you actually have, you know, a continuation of that, those stories that you watched, uh, those shows that you enjoyed um, with the original cast making appearances or, you know, being a part of the show, it makes a difference. So uh, big, big props to, for them for putting out something that people actually like. <clears throat> but uh, another thing that dropped this week too the uh, the trailer for Scream Six. Scream Six. Gotta, Scream Six. <laughs> I don't know if you got a chance to see that trailer yet, but it was uh, it was pretty good. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I still have to watch the I still have to watch Scream Five, but Six was uh, the trailer was pretty pretty wild. Scream Five wasn't good. I heard the uh, the reveal was pretty lackluster, but I still got to watch it. Like I've seen every other movie in the franchise, I got to watch that one too. But just haven't. Hey, I mean, it's just one of those. It, to me, it's more of like a it's more of a murder mystery than a fucking scary movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's part of the slasher genre, so it's not really like like a horror movie. It's not really a slasher either. You have to watch it. It's not that good. Yeah. Because yeah, I know the, all the other films are like slasher. So. I still want to check it out. Just like I still need to see the last, you know, like the three new Halloween movies. Like, so I haven't been able to sit down and watch those either. No, I was on that one too. I know everybody was like bitching about that one. So. Yeah. So. It's like, what the fuck? Get this bullshit out of here. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I will also say I did watch the first episode of the Last of Us series. Highly recommend. I would just make sure if you're like me, your little bitch, you keep some lights on if you're going to watch <laughs> it at night. Well, that's like, I don't even know why they call that an episode. That's like an hour and 20 minutes because we should start watching that tonight. Minutes. Like, that's not an episode. That's a movie. <laughs> yeah, an hour and 30 minutes. Shit. <laughs> so, it's really good. Um, they kept a lot from the game. There was some stuff that um, they did do a little different. Um, not nothing, like, major. The, the one thing I was talking to my brother about that's going to be kind of cool with the with it since it's a show, not the game, is with yeah. the game, you always are getting, like, Pedro Pascal's character Joel's perspective, where now you're going to see a perspective from characters that you wouldn't have seen because you only ever played as Joel in the game. Yeah, and you got to fill out episodes. It was in the first game. So you got time to fill out in the actual show. So, yep. More time to flesh out a story and everything, too. So it's the same with The Walking Dead. It's like they, um, they rushed through a lot of stuff in the comics because they didn't know how long they were going to be published for. It's like the story built up so quick in the comics to where the show was like catching up to the comics, like very fast. And it's like, as much as they tried to flesh out the story on the show, like it was still getting close to, to where they're at in the run for the comic series. That's pretty cool. Looks looks really good. Like I said, we're gonna start watching it tonight, but it's like, oh shit! Like it's an hour and twenty damn minutes. Like, just just uh, just keep the light on, Chris. That's all I suggest. Keep going. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever I say. (laughs) You are hilarious. You're talking about somebody whose friends used to make him go in the haunted houses first. So. <laughs> I, know, I know I'm asking. Keep, keep, keep the light on. Are are you gonna actually or, watch it tonight? No, we're not. We're gonna we're oh. gonna watch it earlier tonight, but it was just it was too long to oh. sit down and watch. Oh, gotcha. And then the the kids being pains in the butts too. So. We're trying to so we started um Lovecraft Country because we've been trying to watch that too. So. Gotcha. Awesome. Oh, uh, yeah, no holds barred. I don't know if anything else for this week. That's that's pretty much the the big stuff there. But... All right. Uh, I popped in a new thing here to just to kind of get our social media rolling a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna start doing a wrestling figure of the week. Um, it's already posted to our social media, so I'll try to drop that before this episode drops. Um, so if you guys see it, it's pretty awesome. Uh, this week's figure of the week is the TNA Toy Biz um, Impact Wrestling Series 6 Christian Cage figure. Probably hands down one of my favorite Christian figures that they've made. Uh, first one to come with removable entrance gear and also came with the NWA World Championship. This came with uh, 10 pounds of gold, sweet Charlotte. That was one of the uh, the first figures that actually have the NWA Championship. I remember correctly from that TNA line. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can check out the uh, pictures of that figure if you haven't seen it. If you're just curious, see what it looks like. 
Um, that is up on our Instagram, WrestleGenPod, um, for the underscore collection. And I believe it is also on our Twitter and on the Facebook page as well. I've, I've already seen it. Uh, looks like crap. Looks like crap. Oh, wow. <laughs> looks, like, face uh, looks like Christian put on a bunch of baby oil before the shoot. Yeah, probably so, <laughs> nothing new. So <laughs> the uh, the face scan actually looked pretty good prior to um, anything that Mattel had put out because things like this came out two thousand seven, so we're still like three years away from Mattel making WWE figures. Um, Jax had the license at the time, but Christian being in Impact, like this this was a really good face sculpt for you know those figures at that time, and it's pretty identical pretty close like resemblance to to christian at that time it's pretty awesome i like it uh all right it's wrestling figure of the week be sure to follow us on social media so you guys can see that when it drops um let's go ahead and jump over to the wrestler of the week um in light of you know the tragic passing of jay briscoe there was no other choice for this week honestly um, so of course, wrestler of the week, in fact, is Jay Briscoe. Um, I didn't want to do like a Briscoe brothers tag match. I wanted something that was going to highlight Jay Briscoe in singles competition. Um, and actually remembered, uh, Jay Briscoe, former ring of honor world champion. So why not go back to his first title win, um, where he, uh, defeated Kevin Steen at Supercard of honor seven. And this was from April 5th of 2013. Um, obviously if you're part of honor club, you can find it pretty easily. Um, I had a hell of a time finding a link for this video. I actually could not find a link for this video anywhere. Um, but if you're able to find it, go ahead and check that match out. Or if you have honor club, definitely go back and watch it. Cause it was, it was an awesome matchup. So I remember seeing uh, highlights and stuff from this on ROH's weekly, weekly TV show after the, uh, the pay-per-view. So, awesome stuff there. Um, yep. Same thing with uh theme of the week this week. Uh was gonna be a Twitter poll. Um actually had the Briscoe's theme up on there, which I believe was actually winning, so I just cut the cut the, the poll sky. anyway, and theme of the week is the Briscoe's. It's really not any any other choice for this week. Yeah. Awesome stuff there. So Cool. That's uh, that's pretty much it for this week. You guys got anything else you want to add? Or... Nope. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll go ahead and close the show out this week. Thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, it's episode one seventy one of the Wrestle Getting Podcast. Uh, really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, each and every week. Make sure you follow us on social media. You know, just search Russell Getting Pod. You can find us wherever. Uh, retweet, share, all that fun stuff. Good times ahead. Some more stuff coming to you next week. We'll picks for Royal Rumble as I defend the Russell Getting Pay Per View Picks Championship. We'll see how many uh, we get right on this one. We've got huge opportunities for bonus points with this one too. Um, for you know, surprise entrance and all kinds of stuff. Lots of gimmick matches too. Get some bonus points for those as well. So, but uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you guys for checking us out. Be sure to tune in next week. And that's all we got. Later, Marks.
Reach for the sky, boy.